I want you to hear what uh, Scott Abs, the attorney for uh, Zach Simmons, had to say. It the female voice that you hear is Caitlin Ogle at Channel Four, and then the voice uh, you'll you'll hear my voice as well. I think she had three questions. I think I had three questions, but I want I want you guys to hear what Scott Adams, the attorney for Zachary Simmons, had to say. Uh, you know, it was a long, hard-fought case. Uh, you know, it's a tragedy that no, there's no winners here uh, except Zach gets to go home, which is all we were trying to accomplish. And I think the jury saw the truth in the case. Zach had no idea he was involved in an accident, and he can put this behind him and move on, and that's all that we're happy for right now. What do you think made, um, what do you think it was that made the jury believe? I think it was just showing everything that happened. I mean, it was showing the intoxication level of what was going on, that, that whenever the accident happened, Zach had no knowledge that he had run over anyone. Uh, you know, there's a number of things that, that came out, but I just think that the jury was able to take a hard look at everything, look at everything together and see that Zach certainly didn't do this on purpose, had no ill will or ill intentions at all. And it was just a tragic uh, accident, really. Do you, um, can you tell us if Zach feels any uh, remorse? Well, uh, anybody involved in a fatality accident has remorse. And certainly Zach has remorse that he was involved in this situation. It's just one of these deals that he's gonna have to live with that for the rest of his life. And he needs to move on and everyone needs to put this to the side and move on with their lives. You've had some big trials in the state. You show a little emotion today as well. What, what, what was that about? Because of Zach. I've yeah. got to, you know, over the last two and a half years, I've got to know Zach and his family. They're incredible people just down to earth. And, and really, with everything he's got going on in his life with his kids and everything, I wanted him to be able to spend some quality time with him. And obviously, if he's in prison, that's not going to happen. So one question I would have is we heard from everybody at the scene mm -hmm. except for Mallory. Mm -hmm. We never heard from Mallory, right. which would have been a pretty, that would get everybody that was there sure. on the stand. The state didn't call her, you didn't call state her? state didn't call her, and yeah. it's not my burden. Correct. And you know, it's like I told them in closing, that's not my burden. I didn't, if they wanted her, they could have subpoenaed her and had her here. They didn't, and I chose not to call her. I, at the time that we rested right behind them, I was of the opinion we were ahead, and there was no reason to try to rock the boat at that point in time. The longer it went, went over five hours for your side, mm -hmm. did you feel better as it went on, a little bit more yeah, nervous? Anytime you have 12 people in the community trying to decide a case, you know, it, it, it's the worst part of every trial. I've done it, you know, a hundred times and every time it's horrible and I hate it, but there's nothing you can do about it. So we're just glad it's over. What happens now for Zach? Well, you know, Zach can get on with his life. I mean, he has some other issues he's got to deal with his kids and stuff like that. But, you know, he's going to get on with his life and, and be a productive member of, of here in, in Logan County. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think some exciting things will happen for Zach in the future. I'm sure Mandy's family didn't like the things they had to hear today uh, throughout the entire week. Just a message to the uh, well, the message family. to them is, you know, we truly, I, it's tragic, it's horrible, and, and what happened to Mandy never should have happened, and I hate it, and and I feel sorry for them, and I, and I, I'm, I mourn for them, and I pray for them, and I hope that they can get through this, and I certainly didn't say anything in the courtroom that I intended to hurt their feelings or to do anything to upset them. That was never my intent. 
Unfortunately, during a trial, a lot of things happen that people take issue with, and I understand that. That's part of the game. I've done this a long time, and I have, I've been through a lot of trials where people get upset with me, but particularly with their family, I apologize to them that all this has had to happen, that they've lost a beautiful, wonderful daughter, and I know that that's difficult for anyone. I lost a brother. I know how, how difficult that is on a family. It's devastating, but at this point in time, the law has spoken, you know, and as difficult as it is, everyone needs to move on. That was Scott Adams. Shortly after that, uh, we were trying to, it was, it was kind of crazy because I was, I was wanting to hear from Scott Adams for sure. I was trying to go to see, uh, talk to a, a jury member or two if they were willing to talk, uh, but they got out pretty, pretty quick from the courthouse. Uh, probably didn't want to deal with any TV cameras or anything like that, but uh, I want to definitely talk to Scott. And then my next goal after that was to quickly go find a family member. Uh, this, this family member that we're getting ready to hear from came up to us uh, and wanted to speak on camera, and uh, we were un unable to get uh, to Mandy's uh, mom, dad, brother, if if they were even want to talk. But uh, this the, the, the next interview, this guy came out and seeked us and uh, wanted to give uh, his account of what happened. And, uh, and toward the end of the video, you'll hear, uh, ask me who, who he is, and I forget his name as well. I apologize. You'll hear it at the end. But uh, here is one of the family members of Mandy Gorsuch. Go ahead and tell Go me ahead. Hi, my name is Daniel Hobson. Oh, wait, if you just want to look at yes. me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. Hi. Okay. Hi, my name is Daniel Hobson. I'm here at the Logan County Courthouse. And today, Zachary Simmons was found not guilty of running over a female while drinking and bar hopping. The, what I'm afraid of is the precedence that Logan County has set is that it is better to flee the scene of an accident when drinking. Do not, do not stay and render aid because if you do, you're automatically guilty. We never got a blood alcohol content on Zach because it was days later. But if you're a family member that has lost a loved one due to an accident, this guy goes off in Payne County a couple months later and gets a DUI while on probation. He was on probation, told not to drive. He was told not to drink specifically by the court. But since the DA was in Payne County, the same DA of Logan County, they went ahead and sent it all back here. And we got a not guilty. But if, you know, the one thing I really had a problem with in the whole trial was that the defense couldn't even say her name properly, Mandy Gorsuch. The family on a break respectfully asked him to get her name right, to treat her as a human being, and to treat her like she deserved some dignity as a human being, the family is totally distraught because what precedence does this set? I have a 22 year old child that I'm gonna go home and tell him tonight, if you're involved in an accident and you've been drinking or, which I pray he doesn't, I tell him not to, but, but if he was, I would say flee the scene of a fatality accident. Because if you get a good attorney like Scott Adams, you will be found not guilty. Reference Paige Powell and Mariah Sanchez. Scott Adams represented them. Mariah, Paige was, Paige was in an accident. I know this is not the same case and you'll probably edit this and can't say it. 
But Scott Adams represented Paige Powell, whose dad was a sheriff here, and she got probation. She never did one day in jail, even though in an accident where they found alcohol on her, but they know, he knew the judges. So sometimes it's not what you know, it's who you know. And Logan County has what we call the good old boy system. I have spoken with authorities, authoritarians here, that say it's not what you know, it's who you know. Daniel, I apologize. Go ahead. Relation to the family? My wife is Mandy's, uh, okay, Sherry is Mandy's mother. My wife is Debbie. And so she was my niece. I married into the family. I am specifically wanting to speak on my disgust, not at the jurors, but at the fact that the legal system is, it's based off of money. It is better off to be a repeat offender. That's why we keep letting people go. It pads pockets. Well, isn't that fantastic? But the precedent that was set tonight was that if I go out and drink and decide to drive and I accidentally run somebody over, if I got enough money to buy a good defense like Scott Adams, who represented Paige Powell uh, in the death of Mariah Sanchez, hey, maybe I'll just do all right. From what I hear, Zach's pockets run pretty deep with his family. It's a Logan County known thing that they got pockets that run deep. I just am afraid that maybe money paid for the, def the defense of all this. We know it paid for the defense, but the fact of it is, it was pretty hands down. How do you run somebody over and not know that you hit somebody? The only time you're gonna flee the scene of something like that is if you've been drinking or if you're high on meth or coke or whatever. It was, the problem we're having is that it comes down to, if you're doing drugs or drinking and you decide to get behind the wheel, flee the scene of the accident Do and then plea out with a good attorney. But what you better not do is stay at the scene.